an improvised D&D adventure. Happy holidays and hello. Welcome to a fireside chat with City of Town. I'm Michael. Today I'm alone and I thought that for this holiday season we would look back at some of the most intriguing, interesting, and fun moments from this year's collection of City of Town. You know, we didn't miss a single week of the year. We posted an episode every single Tuesday, whether you wanted it or not. And now we're going to look back at some of these episodes, starting, of course, all the way back in February with the very first player death that we ever had on City of Town. Enjoy. Okay. So Blue Hour has gone away. Yeah. As I, the It's weird to me that they're sleeping at Blue Hour, to be frank. That seems like a trap. <laughs> All of a sudden, uh, as the sun finally just completely sets and the moon, the full moon starts to rise, you hear a howling very loud out in the forest nearby and you hear another one call from the other side of the forest. <laughs> like, like they're on either yeah. side of you. Uh-huh. But we're right next to the tree line, right? You're in the tree line, yeah. But these are also coming from the tree line just in different points. Like on either side of the, of the clearing. Well, seems like a good time to go. Uh, I'm gonna pull out my bag so I've got it ready and I'm gonna start walking towards their camp. All right. So as you walked, uh, Korvath walks with you. Dendry does not. Mm-hmm. He's sneaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, where, what are you oh. doing? Heading towards the tent? What you are you doing? Dendry, take this and find where to insert it into the entrance. Okay, boss. And he takes it away from you. Okay, great. So we're, we're moving towards the tent. Um, and then once we get near the tent, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look to Korvath. Yeah, Korvath, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say, Korvath. Find the find us. Are there any stones nearby? Uh yeah, you can grab a stone nearby. Grab a stone. And we're gonna open there. Open it. You're gonna throw the stone at one of them, and I'm gonna throw the bag at the other. <laughs> okay, sir. And he picks up a really big stone. Yeah. I good. guess he's gonna crush someone's fucking head. Good. Uh then we're gonna make our way to the tent. All right, you make your way to the tent. Ooh, so we creep and crawl our way to the tent. Uh, and th- there's just, like, one opening, right? Yeah, it's just, like, one of those classic tent flap openings. Well, best not dilly-dally. And I'm going to swing it open, and uh, I, I'm like, you take the right! And I'm going to throw mine to the left. <laughs> you didn't establish that ahead of time. You're <laughs> to the moment. He throws his to the right, just like you said. Yep. Uh, they both collide with their targets. But they bounce off and you realize that there's no one in these beds. Yeah. They are also like rocks and knapsacks and things covered with towel, covered with blankets. I knew it was a trap. And that is the moment that behind you, you hear another howl as this giant wolf looking creature with two legs oh, standing no. upright like a human emerges from the tree line. <laughs> eyes glowing yellow, bright yellow in the, in the moonlight as another one emerges from the other side. Its eyes glowing bright red as they both look at you, snarling, and start to charge. Let's roll initiative. We said it's a full moon so many times. <laughs> I really set this up. I was really concerned you were going to figure it out way ahead of time. Damn it. I really, I was like, oh, they're not going to be in this tent. And I was like, maybe they will be. <laughs> oh, shit. I got a 19. Dude, they got an 18. Hell yeah. So you go first. These guys these guys are charging at you right now. They're like in process of running at you. Like they they like gallop basically. Like they start running on two legs, but then they end up on all fours as they're coming towards you. Oh gosh. I'm going to look over to Dendry see and if anything's about, happened. They're about 30 feet away. So you could reach either of them. Like they reach 30 feet on either side of you. Okay. So you could reach either one of them that you want. Okay. Uh, But I'm going to look at Dendry, see what's happened. You actually don't see Dendry anywhere. Okay. Because he, well, but that's to be expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, right. Okay. Um, let's take care of him quick. And I am going to, uh, 
I'm going to run up to the w- one on the right. Okay. Uh, and uh, uh, just to establish you guys as typical battle plans, would this be something that you guys would tag team or would you guys separate? No. Yeah. We, we always tag team. Got it. Yeah. Um, so we were going to run up to one of them, uh, together. Well, I'm going to run up. Uh, I guess we would both run up. Am I taking charge of both of them or just one of them? Uh, you can take charge of both if you want. We've oh. never done that before. Let's do okay. it. Okay. So I will run up, um, and Korvoth will run behind me. Uh, are we both able to make it? Uh, you are both able to make it, yes. Okay, cool. So, Like, just right up to him. That No further than that. You only have 30 feet of movement. And he was 30 feet away. Oh, boy, what are you thinking? <laughs> well, you asked me what kind of, what class I am. You could change it. You haven't done anything fighter-esque yet. I want to pull out this amazing device. It's like, it's this... Are you an artificer? Thing of metal. <laughs> no, I'm not an artificer. But I, there's this thing of metal. And there's this little kick thingy at the back. And it makes these weird little ball things shoot forward. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how it works necessarily. It's a gun for everybody at home. <laughs> but This but here's I, the pusher. It makes the bullets go. <laughs> but I know a guy. Who makes some for me? <laughs> uh, I'm going to pull it out, and somewhere in my bag, I know there's a silver bullet, but it's not loaded now. So this is basically a musket. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, no, a single. It's a pistol. Oh, yeah, yeah. A single, yeah, a single pistol. Okay, yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like musket style. Yeah, but I'm going to fire off the first shot. Oh, yeah, if it's a musket. You know what? I, I'm going to- You pull an entire musket out. No, but I do have- um. Because I don't have my arm, so I'm gonna have to get tricky with this. Uh, but I have my like little thing of uh, my little flask of gunpowder. Um, I like spin it off with one arm and kind of like dip my hip so that I put some of the uh, so I put some of the powder in, uh, <laughs> and then I pull with my teeth out the little pluggy thing and plug it, and then oh, I'm ready yeah, to fire. You have one hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So I'm sitting there. With my, with uh little, like, yeah, little, my little silver thingy. Nice. Uh, yeah. So I fire. What, your little silver thingy? The little plugger thing. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, you fire. So you're firing at him. Oh my gosh. Another 19. Dang, you definitely hit. Go ahead and roll that D6, yo. Five. Five. Wow. Damn. Yeah, you hit this werewolf, like, just square in the middle of the chest. It definitely staggers it for a second, but it it's still coming at you. I guess you guys are. Did you go straight up to it, or did you or did you shoot it from a distance? Uh, I probably would have shot from a distance. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense to run up to it and then. But it's a pistol, so I can't be that far away. So, like, what are you, fifteen feet away? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm fifteen feet away, trying to get its attention as Korvoth is going around it. Cool. So you moved fifteen feet closer to it. Then. Yep. Uh, it's still fifteen feet away. Yeah. Korvoth now. So Korvoth runs with. Um. He, you said he's a barbarian. He is a barbarian. Yeah. So he he pulls this big um this big raw no no um this big piece of wood from his back ready to slam it into him. Uh it's going to try he's going to try to attack. Slam. Nice. Yeah. Oh man. Is it a big wooden club? Yes. Uh, I like how you never just say what things are. You describe them. I do. <laughs> People just didn't have words for things, yo. It's authentic. Uh, that's an eight. Uh, so he runs up and he tries to hit him in the back with this thing, but it does not work. Yeah. Uh, he actually, well, he hits him basically, but it just basically is a glancing blow and doesn't do any damage. Okay. Uh, next up is the werewolf who, you know, Korvath is closer to him, so he's going to go after Korvath. Uh, that would be a 14. Does that hit? No. All right. So he runs at Korvath and tries to slash at him with his claws, but unfortunately does not manage to make contact as Korvath is actually shockingly nimble as he moves. Yeah. Uh, next up is going to be the other werewolf. He's going to continue to move towards you guys from the other side. He's now 15 feet away from you and 30 feet away from Korvath and the other werewolf. Okay. Uh. And you're up. Yep, I'm up. And, I'm he, gonna... and he lets out a vicious, like, and I go raw to you, and I'm gonna fire again. <laughs> oh man, uh, that's a six. 
Sick. Okay, yeah. So you fire. It shoots off wide, unfortunately. Yeah. You're not used to firing with one hand. You used to, like, use two hands to, like, stabilize the barrel. Right. And you're not quite as effective this way. Dang it. Uh, uh, well, so then Korvath is going to swing again. Cool. Uh, that's a 14. Uh, that, well, oh, 14 plus anything, or? No, because it was a 12 plus 2. Okay. Ye- no, that will not hit. What did yeah. we say? I forget what I said hit last time. Oh, I got a 19. Okay, yeah, that does not hit. Cool. Okay. I thought you got lower than that. All no. right. So next up is the werewolf who is going to go ahead and attack Korvath again. He's going to try and bite him. Uh, that's a 14 again. <laughs> it does not hit, right? Nope. No, All right. Uh, Korvath is a 15. All right, cool. And, and he's not in a rage yet. So yeah, and actually, so the werewolves are also a 15. Okay, cool. So that we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he does not manage to bite Korvath. He actually, he manages to get his teeth. Like, he mm-hmm. goes for him. But Korvath raises up his hand. He has these leather bracers on. And the teeth sink into that, but don't manage to actually uh, connect with Korvath himself. Good. Uh, the other werewolf is now running up on you and going to attack you. Ooh, that's an 11. No. <laughs> and my guy's bad. not that good, but he's better than that. I think that basically this werewolf, like, jumps through the air to pounce on you. And you, like, pretty nimbly sidestep like he's an idiot. And he just, like, yeah. he goes a few feet past you. Uh, next up is you. Yeah. Lance. Better luck next time. <laughs> is that uh, the, the name of this Stephenson twin? Yeah. yeah. I don't know how you know which is which. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel it out. I've, I've gone against him a lot of times. I'm going to fire. Okay, you fire. Oh, my gosh. That's a 10. Uh, no, you do not hit. <laughs> yeah, not even close. Next up is Korvath. Okay. Unless you're doing something. Yeah, so Korvath, Korvath is going to swing down hard um, and use his feet um untrained warrior which uh gives disadvantage but allows him to hit twice nice okay so the first one will be a 12 so that just won't hit darn oh an 11 god no one can hit <laughs> uh, next up is gonna be the werewolf who's gonna attack uh Korvath. Ooh, that's a 17 he's gonna successfully he releases his his uh, Korvath's arm, uh-huh. and but and as Korvath tries to pull away, he m- slices upwards with his claws Oof. and does three points of damage to Korvath. That's gonna hurt. Yeah, oh, he so... slashes him across the chest. I just remembered, my dude has three hit points. You have, I thought you have six. No, I have three. You have three hit points. I have three hit points. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the wolf that's attacking you. <laughs> that's a 17. <laughs> Played it pretty fast and loose until we got got. He... <laughs> what is that? Claws you for five hit points. <laughs> no! No! I was so excited to solve more puzzles. As he slashes at your throat, ripping your neck apart. I just smashed my microphone. <laughs> oh my gosh. And as you as you bleed out in the dirt, uh Damn you, Stephenson. You also see your capuchin monkey in the trees, like oh. holding up your little silver bullet, glinting in its in its hands. He's like, "Fuck that monkey!" <laughs> and it waves its fist at you. No, I loved the monkey, and I loved my boys, and I loved it. And you die. Oh. Man. Well, I guess we no. could do death saving throws, but I don't know how they. I, I just got clawed in the throat. Yeah, I'm this is dead. this is the first player death we've had. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like actual death in D anD D. Yeah, or real life, guys. We didn't mean to do this. <laughs> You know, sometimes you improv your way into a corner and there's no getting out of it. No honest way. You have to take the yes and the and. Yeah. Um, I feel I feel almost bad. I feel really I feel sad, man. Because I was so excited. I was so excited to see what these other ones were. These other quizzes were going to be. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. 
I, out of all the ways to go, though, that's not a half bad way to go. No, it's not. And, you know, I don't want to be like Superman dying and coming back in the credits, but <laughs> that just means that there's a temple left to explore. Yeah, it does. Brutal, sad, depressing, all things that we expect from an episode of City of Town. And also a thing that we all expect and want for our holidays, of course. So I'm glad that we were able to bring it to you. You know, if you're new to City of Town, these are some interesting moments that you get to get little previews of the episodes that we've recorded, but I would recommend that you go back and listen to the entire episode on its own as well. Now, next we're going to take a journey into the Dwarvish prison system, and we're going to learn about a prison guard who wants to try to change it all from the inside and help prisoners live better lives. Well, let's see how that goes for our little prison guard oh wow yeah so it's almost coming from above uh or to the side you don't necessarily think it's coming from above no so i'll walk i'll walk to my right first to the edge of where the lava starts mm-hmm. and see if it gets louder so as you get over to the edge you do notice now that you're paying like close attention to it it does feel like the voices are getting a little bit louder and even a little bit stronger the closer that you get almost like they're calling out in more desperation as you get closer to the lava Interesting. So I have like a little scoop that is uh, made of that same material Mm -hmm. so that I can grab a little bit of lava. Mm -hmm. It's just normally people check it for random things to make sure it's It's actually made of two different materials. The the scoop part is made out of the same bucket material that keeps it hot. Right. And then the other part is a type of metal that actually retains no heat. Yeah. And is pretty much impervious to getting hot. Yeah. So I don't burn my hand. Yeah. Of course. Uh, So yeah, you scoop out a little bit of lava. Yeah. You actually have to hold it in there for like a minute to get the, the scoop part hot so it retains the heat. Totally. But once you once it's held in there long enough, you then pull it out and it'll keep that lava hot for about 12 hours. Great. And I'm going to like put it kind of near my ear Ooh. and listen. Not you... like too close. I'm going to be careful. <laughs> All right. You listen. You don't hear anything. Okay. So I'm going to pre- I'm going to put it back in. All right. Uh, and I'm going to set the cup down so I don't burn myself. Totally. <laughs> you just put it back in your pocket. Ow! Oh, gosh! <laughs> oh, no! Yeah, that scoop's going to be hot for the next 12 hours. Yeah. So, the the people who have the poles, are they, are they in the lava? Like, I know they're not, like, submerged in it, but... Well, some of them walk on stilts out onto the lava. Stilts made out of that same material that keeps heat from... Uh, that doesn't retain heat. So yeah. they're literally like wading through this lava on stilts. And obviously those guys suffered the most casualties. That's the most dangerous job out here. Well. But hey, at least prisoners are doing it and not good people. It's time to be <laughs> it's time to be brave. Is there an extra set of stilts anywhere around? Dang. Uh yeah, you could you could absolutely get a pair of these stilts. Preston, going out on the lava. You're doing what? I'm going out on the lava. Why would you do that? You're not a prisoner. You don't have to go out there. There are clear cries for help that are coming from the area of the lava. What do you mean? Listen for like a second. I hear the same cries for help that I always hear in here. (laughs) We've brought in lots of sorcerers, lots of wizards to study the magical source of these spells. None of, not spells, sounds. And none of them have turned up anything. What makes you think that you're going to walk out into the lava and find something? Well, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. That's my whole thing. That's, that's where I get all my power from is that I don't know something and I'm okay not knowing it. That's what lets me ask the question. I mean, if you want to go out in the middle of the lava and get yourself all burned up and die, go for it. You'll make all of our lives easier. But I thought you were going to be directly on my ass. I'm not going on that lava. You're not going on the lava. Of course not. Drock's going to be furious when I tell him that you didn't go on the lava with me. (laughs) I don't want to go on the lava. I don't know what to tell you. You were assigned to something. Are you not going to do it? hate you. Preston. I Fine, I'll go on the lava with you. Good. Let's get some stilts. 
<laughs> I'm so worried about what's happening here. You guys go and get some of the stuff. I just want to know stuff, but I also hate Preston. <laughs> Great. You guys go get some stilts. You strap them onto your feet. Prisoners are looking at you weird. Guards never go out into the lava because there's just literally no point. Because like if a prisoner is doing something they don't want them doing out in the lava, they just don't let them come back to land. <laughs> That's such a <laughs> There's nightmare. no need to go out there. <laughs> so you might be the first guard to ever go out in the lava on the stilts. Uh, and I, I'm going to... So, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll get the stilts on and then... Uh, and they're about like nine foot high stilts. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, but lava's pretty thick. So, like, you couldn't walk on these easily just on land. Yeah. But you'll only be like a foot above the lava out there. And the lava kind of holds them upright and makes it like, because it's kind of like going through like a thick, like, sludge. Oof. <laughs> this is so scary. It's fucking weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, this lava's deep. Yeah. I'd assume so. Yeah. Okay. Dope. Yeah, get them on. I'm ready to go. Nice. You get them on. Uh, you you put them on on the edge of the lava, so that basically you can just like push yourself out into the lava and just immediately be able to walk. Okay. And and as I walk, I want to. So so let's do an acrobatics check. Let's see how how well you how good you are at this. Okay. Did you roll? I think it's probably a plus one. I'm so I got a four. <laughs> okay so you start you push yourself up you start to move forward you take like two steps getting used to like the weird sludgy feeling of this of the lava yeah and then you you kind of trip on something on the bottom of the lake of the lava lake and you start to fall forward but you immediately feel someone grab the back of your collar and pull you back up and you look over and you see a dwarvish prisoner like who just grabbed you and stopped you from falling in he's one of the guys from your cell block yeah and he goes Oh, Goromir, you got to be careful there, man. And he... <sighs> Thank you so much. What? That was so scary. What are you doing out here? Your guards never come out of the lava. Let me ask you. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. We need to stop prisoners from getting sick. I care too much about you guys. I want to know. Hey... Have you... Can you show me? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know about these... Prisoners like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I asked them. I'm like, "Hey, uh, have you have you heard these cries for help? And have you noticed any places where they get louder?" Yeah. So everybody definitely has noticed the cries for help. Yeah. Uh, he says that he's noticed that the further he ventures out into the lava, the more he hears them, and the more desperate the cries seem to get. Uh, but no one has really ventured more than about 50 yards into the lava so far. And the lava keeps going, like, as far as you can see. Right. Because uh, they just don't have to go further away from shore than that currently. So, they haven't mined enough yet. Cracklestag, I thank you so much for grabbing me. You're welcome. sure that I survive. And let me, give, let me give you some pointers to make sure this doesn't happen to you again. And he <sighs> gives you some pointers so that you can safely walk on the stilts. Uh, I just want to point out, this dude is not this nice to other guards. It's because you've been nice to him. Dang that right. He is oh. that he chose to save you. You get what you give. We can't let the good guards die. People like you are the only thing that keep us alive in this prison. I, I shake his hand very fervently. Thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you. Now. And you look back and you see Preston is still sitting on the edge of the lava. He's staring at you with wide eyes. Like, he just saw you almost fall. And he's not sure that a prisoner is going to catch him if he tries to, if he almost falls. <laughs> Preston, I'm going to catch you if, try to fall, if you fall. I don't necessarily believe that. Well, believe me, don't believe me. But Drock will hear a full report. Uh, go do an intimidation check. Bam! That's a plus two, I think, as well. So that's a 20. Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, you know, Preston is more scared of losing his job and of the, the retaliation <laughs> of Drock if he doesn't do what he's told. So he... Gets himself, he pushes himself up. <laughs> that was terrible. He rolled a nine. Uh, plus oh, one is ten. Okay, good. Yeah, so he pushes himself up. He stumbles around for a second, like getting used to it, and he kind of ends up doing the splits a little bit for a moment, but he manages to right, like right himself, kind of get a hang of it, and like, oh, oh. takes a deep breath, 
and he starts walking towards you slowly. But he's not moving very quick. Great work. And we're off. Uh, Drakelstad, I thank you so much for helping uh, give me some pointers. Uh, we need to make sure the only reason that I'm able to do these experiments is is that it's not going to get in the way of you guys doing your work. So as much as I appreciate you looking out for me, I need to at this moment insist that you continue doing your work. Absolutely, sir. And I'll, I'll keep the other boys working hard, too. Thank you so we much. We know you're looking out for us and trying to do this for our safety. Together we prosper. Together we prosper. <laughs> I've got like so many of these. You're going to create like a fucking uprising. <laughs> <laughs> Very slowly. <laughs> and Gracklestuck goes back to his work. He gets everybody riled up to like start doing more to like move quicker. Uh-huh. Uh, cool. And I, I'm just going to. So we're venturing out there. Yeah. You you pretty quickly reach the edge of like the furthest that anyone else has gone out. There's no longer any chains and metal buckets above your head carrying lava. They haven't built any of those tracks out here yet. Because they just don't need to yet. Yeah. And you reach the 50, the 50 yard line and you keep going. Yeah. Deeper and deeper out into the lava. Ma- making sure every about like 10 yards or something to listen to see if there's a new direction I need to follow. Absolutely. And so far, it's just getting louder and more fervent the further out you go. Um, also, Preston, uh, he is definitely not moving as quickly as you. He didn't get any pointers. I'll definitely go with him. Okay. Like, I don't want to go too far ahead of him. Yeah. Anytime that you seem, anytime that you pull a little bit ahead of him, he kind of freaks out and goes, wait, 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 come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I always do. He's very nervous. And he's like, definitely using his arms to try, try to keep his balance and everything. Is he, is he open to me giving him some instructions? Uh, you could certainly, you could certainly try. Preston, my dedication is to both of us making it back safely. So I want to make sure you know how to do this. Um, so I think you care more about prisoners than you care about me. I completely disagree with you. I think that the problem is, is that you see a problem here, whereas I'm trying to find new solutions. Through us all working together, we can be more efficient. We can take care of the dwarvish colony, and we don't have to have so much vitriol. We can find better ways to coexist. Period. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think he's too scared to want to do too much of a moral argument with you. So is he going to shut up and let me teach him? He shuts up and he lets you teach him. Great. So, um, yeah, we kind of like walk together as I like give him little (laughs) advice. Bits of advice. I'm asking you like a ski instructor, like pizza, french fries, pizza, (laughs) french fries. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Uh, cool. And so we're, we're pressing out further. Um, all right. So eventually as you're walking, you reach a point where the, as you're, you're actually explaining this stuff to, uh, Preston, as you, as you guys are walking and suddenly the, the noises, the whispers start to get so loud and so intense that it becomes hard to actually talk to one another. Cause like the, it's just so loud at this point in the, in the lava. Oh, wow. Um, I, I'm going to I'm going to yell out just to see. Um, can you hear me? Uh, you you sense a lull in the yelling for a moment and you sort of hear like a little something, but you can't quite make out what it is. And then it, it all roars back to life. So it was like, help me, please help. Help me, please help. I'm drowning. Fire. I what was the last one? Fire. Fire. OK, I'm drowning fire. Uh, Preston, uh, Preston, did you hear that? He's, he has his hands up against his ears and he's like wincing. Uh, and you notice actually when you put your hands against your ears, it actually doesn't make it better. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's just as loud. It's just like an instinct to put your hands against mm -hmm. your ears. It's hard to not. Of course. Uh, we are here to listen and to assist. If there's anything we can do, please vocalize it. And you hear the word drowning <laughs> get louder and louder. Pre- Preston? Uh, and he's, I, he's still just... I, I'm going to motion to him, though. And he, he kind of looks at you, and his eyes are wide with fear. I'm going to... And he's, you can see him. You can kind of make out his, his mouth. You can't actually hear him, but he, you can tell he's saying, Let's go back! Let's go back! And I, I'm going to say, You and me, stay. I... 
I have solution. Do a charisma check with disadvantage because he can't hear you. Oh, uh, four. I think is going to be the lowest. Yeah, four. All right. Uh, plus two, so six. All right. So he. He stays. <laughs> you're holding that one <laughs> that's what i'm talking about okay he's uh, just terrified yeah and he's looking at you just with eyes full of fear so i'm gonna be i, I want to get close to him um so that i hopefully he can at least hear me a little bit if not he can kind of he, see my mouth move and the words that i'm trying to say mm-hmm. as i say um we need to work together i am going to I am going to undo one of my stilts. Ooh. (laughs) You're going to undo one of your stilts? Yes. And so I need to be able to put my foot onto your stilt on top. You don't need to unstrap yourself. Uh, uh, okay. We can do this together. Okay. We can do this together. Together. Uh, as I'm going to unstrap so my stilt, and I'm going to put, slowly put my foot onto his stilt. You, he definitely panics a little bit when you do that, but he doesn't. You don't. He doesn't fall over. He doesn't mess it up or anything. Great, and I keep eye contact with him as much as possible. <gasps> and then I'm going and to the, the cries of like drowning, help us, drowning, help us. <laughs> and I'm going to yell to them, grab hold of my stilt. Grab hold of my stilt. I'm going to pull you up. Grab hold of my stilt. And you you push it really deep into the lava. You're bent over about as much as you can. Yeah. Uh, your hand is actually just inches <sighs> away from the lava. Uh, and suddenly you feel something on the other side pull you a little closer. <gasps> Do an acrobatics check to see if you, how well you keep your balance. Oh, no. What'd you roll? It's a seven. I mean, I'm not just going to make you fall into the lava. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm so nervous, man. This is scary. <laughs> yeah, this is, li- you're, we're literally playing Floor is Lava. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Uh, you feel something pull you closer to the lava. You definitely freak out a little bit, uh, and you actually drop, uh, you drop something. What do you drop? You uh, lose one of your pieces of gear. Um... I think, I think I lose. I, I think I lose my sword or my water. Okay. Wh- which one do you want? I, I think you lose your water. Water. Your water yeah. falls out of your out of your harness. It's like a big bottle, and it falls out and into the lava. Yeah. Uh, and it burns away, and you're like, oh, fuck. Because uh, I'm far out here now yeah. without water. Like you see this bottle, like just literally immediately melt and steam. Yeah. Uh, as you start to pull back against this thing, trying to regain your balance. Uh, the stilt with lots of weight on the other end starts to pull out of the lava. But it's going to be too tall for me. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm, I'm a stout dwarf. I, I like I I'm probably only four foot eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to pull uh, this thing is nine feet. Yeah, but you can you can touch. So as the metal comes out, you can touch it. and It won't have any heat because it's. This oh, metal literally retains no heat. That's it's the same metal as the on the ha- on the handle. Exactly. That's badass. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. So you that's can like keep so like grabbing cool. it and pull it further and further. Okay, so I start pulling it up. Yeah. Uh you pull it up, you get about six feet of it out. It's getting harder and harder to pull. And finally, the top of it breaks through the surface, and you see a big clump of like lava and magma and molten rock on the edge of it as it pulls up and you see more and more of that following up behind it kind of looking like a large arm (gasps) as all of a sudden coming out of the lava is an enormous 10 foot tall uh, lava golem (laughs) oh my god are you kidding me I want to throw a table (laughs) (laughs) as it pulls up out of the lava standing to its full height towering above you this cavern is very tall so it, it's not even anywhere near the top of this ta- cavern mm-hmm. this cavern is like 50 feet tall yeah uh and it rears back and it looks at you dead in the eyes as it goes drowning drowning no longer you i i am here to help you 
Uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem to respond to like language. You know, I I just thought that we all wanted to hear one of the more political episodes of City of Town before we go into the holidays and we all get to sit around the table with our extended family and discuss politics with them as well. So I'm glad that I was able to bring that to all of you. And of course, for our next episode that we're going to journey into the past for, I thought that talking about gambling addictions would be a fantastic way to get us all riled up for the holidays to come and the new year. Uh, all right, you gambling addictions kill. That's what we're <laughs> that's learning. The mor- if you guys didn't know, that's the moral of today's lesson. <laughs> you look around, and this time there's these blaring noises. Ding 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 ding. Ding ding. Ding 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 ding. That is a sound that I like to hear. And you notice you are in this glass dome. It's actually pretty small. It's only uh it's only probably oh eight feet in diameter okay. and then ten feet up. Okay. But you look around and you see little domes laid next to each other in a full circle. And you see around out around the outside of my dome. You so you're you've got I'm in a glass cube. Yeah, here, I'm just gonna tell you what game this is so that everyone can picture it and is then this I'll that continue to explain. Is this that uh it's game the, in the arcade where you have to nail the do- the light. That's exactly it. Everybody know that one? Hey, I actually I figured it out based on oh, what you were describing. You did. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. I I wasn't sure uh if it was being clear or not. So yes, so it's the game where the light goes around in the circle and you need to get it on your circle. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you get however many shitty tickets. Okay. Uh, am I am I I'm in the center of this though? No, you're not. I'm you're in... in one of them. Got it. Yep. And you see this button next to you. Uh, and then you look you look across and there's three other people in this thing. And you're like, oh wow, that doesn't that doesn't seem too too terrifying. As one of them looks at you and goes, Press the button when the time is right, otherwise, dragon's delight. As a Burst of flame shoots up next to you, barely missing, uh, barely missing your bubble. Oh God! Uh, and then keeps going. And the way that this game works is, is the flame the the light. The flame is the light. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, dragon's flame is the light. <laughs> and so the way this game works is that you need to press the button at the right time to kill somebody else. Oh, Jesus. Okay, cool. I like it. There's four of you who can all be pressing the buttons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you need to press it when it's on other people's circles. Exactly. Ooh-hoo. Yep, so somebody just tried to take you out, oh, but barely man. missed. Now the light is seemingly going around to the other end. You boys are in <clears throat> trouble. I'm pretty damn good at this kind of game. I got <laughs> cat-like reflexes. You do. Mm-hmm. In fact, because of that- and I warm up my, my hands. Ooh, yeah, warm up those hands. Yeah, and I, I flex my fingers, the joints all cracking <laughs> as I get ready to smack that button. You were locking into focus. Oh, yeah. You know, we never actually talked about what uh, race you are. I'm actually, I'm human. Human, yeah. nice, I like it. So you're you're zoning in, you're seeing that the, the light is coming towards the other person. So uh, you're, you're getting your hand ready to click onto it. What I'm gonna need you to do is you're gonna roll a d6. Mm-hmm. There are three, uh, so one, two, and three are the different individuals. So w- number one is the guy who just talked and is to your right. Okay. Number two is directly ahead of you. And number three is to your left. Okay. I kind of don't want to kill number one. He was pretty nice and actually explained the game to me. Yeah, he did. He could Absolutely. have just let me be screwed. Right. And it seems like number three was the one who pressed the button on you. Oh, I'm going to barbecue that motherfucker. Barely missed it. Okay. So, and you actually do, because like the floor is glass. So you can see the dragons flying in circles. Is, is it like flying upside down? Yeah. And like breathing fire up at us? Exactly. It's breathing fire up when the button is pressed. It's got like a little collar with like a little light that forces that like... <laughs> That like grips and causes flames to erupt out of its mouth. So I wonder. It's com- mm-hmm. that dragon. Yeah, 
I wonder if it's also a prisoner here. It would seem like it. It's like pretty obvious that it is. Huh. I wonder if there's a way to use this to my advantage. Just might be. Yeah. Interesting. So he's making it to number one. Are you going to try to press the button? I am going to try to push the button. Okay. So I'm going to need you to roll a D6. That's a two. It's a two. So you're so you you click the button just a bit too early as the dragon spews it up into one of the earlier canisters. Uh, and you hear in your voice, Oh, I'm sorry. Did I not mention you get five tries and then your gates open? Uh I don't like that. So you got four more tries. Okay. As you see, but everyone else gets turns too, as they all press the button. Ooh, another two. And a four, neither person gets it as the button shoots out, as the button, as you press the button and it shoots out and they make it safe. So there's nothing else in this glass uh, dome with me. You look around and what you do notice is because it's not like the whole gate opens up at the bottom and you fall through. It's like there's these little pieces of glass uh so there's like on the bottom, there's like a cage like uh, meshing underneath you and then a glass cylinder that opens up and then closes. Does that make sense? Yes. And yeah. so I'm pretty sure based on based on how this all seems that once I hit my fifth thing, the gates is going to open and I'm going to drop through. Right. Exactly. All right. I'm going to try something. Okay. As this dragon is going around, I'm going to time this. I got four more hits. Yep. I want to activate all four of my hits as the dragon's getting closer and closer to me. Okay. So that my gate opens and I fall through and I land on the dragon. Interesting. Uh, I like this. Yeah. So like that way, like it's going to be like fire, 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 fire coming up to me. Yep. Gate opens. I drop through, land on dragon. Dope. I'm going to time that out. Okay. So the the dragon is starting to make its way towards person number two, directly across from you. So that's too early. Okay, so you're not going to press the button at all? No, I'm going to wait until it's getting closer to person number three. Great. And then okay. I'm going to start smashing. So let's see if anybody else, um, number one and number three, they're, they're kind of anxious with this. So they're going to try to get this person. Ooh, barely misses. Uh, number one barely misses. Let's see number three. Number three doesn't make it. All right, this dragon shoots twice, keeps going around the circle. It's heading towards number three. Are you going to press it here? Uh, I'm going to start pressing it here because I think I can time it out so that I hit yep. all four before it comes gets to me. Sure. Cool. Okay. So I'm going to start now. Do so you press the button? Uh, are you trying to hit number three or are you just- I mean, if I hit number three, that's fine. I'm not trying to avoid them. Okay, great. So then here, let's get let's get you to roll. Three. <laughs> everybody else everybody else is starting to get nervous about how many times they've pressed the button when no, when all of a sudden you just bam press it press not it. even not even trying no way you got your own plan going on mm -hmm. and you just uh all of a sudden the glass opens up and he looks down at the at the meshing below and he goes no 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 i was never gonna <laughs> The dragon spews fire inside as he doesn't even get out a full scream and just charred bone and a little bit of ash of the body falls to the ground. Who oh, seems somebody's got a game. <laughs> and well gonna, done. I'm going to keep hitting that button three more times before it gets to me. You do so. Bam. You hit it once. Perfect. Then... You try to, then you hit it again. Bam. Perfect. Still getting close to you, though. Mm -hmm. You hit it that fourth time and you hear, Now, what are you trying to do? Oh, oh, not that. This should be fun. All right, it's coming towards you. You going to time it? Yep, I'm going to time it. All right, the dragon's soaring right above you. Uh, you below me. Below you. Sorry. Yes. Um, are you going to try, are you going to open it right as it's falling below you or, or right well, above I, you? I mean, I'm going to like use my knowledge of how fast I'm going to fall yeah. to like time it. So I land like on its belly because it's flying upside right. down. So I want to land like on its belly. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. There's, this is a great plan. I want you to roll. Well, I'm going to have you roll an acrobatics to see if you can hang on. 
essentially. Okay. Cool. Uh, so you press the button. You immediately, the whole gate opens up. You like look over at number one, give him a wink maybe or something. What do you want to do? You want to do anything to him? Or... I do a, a little salute. A little salute. <laughs> you do a little salute and just fall down. Uh, and I'm going to need you to make an acrobatics check. Thanks for telling me the rules, friend. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to use uh, a feat. Okay. Called uh, Luck Breath. Luck Breath. Yeah, you know Dope. what? Just like, just like I had that guy breathe on my dice earlier, I have the ability actually to breathe on things and make it luckier. Yeah. So right before I go down and I right before I do that salute, I actually blow on my fingers, giving me like the giving my, me advantage on this check to see if I can hold on. I love it. Let's do it. Oh, Ooh. that's a 15 plus two. 17. Yeah, that's a 17. 17. All right. You immediately fall. You hit the belly for a second. It seems like you're at a fly off, but you dig your hand into the scales of this creature. Yeah. Grab onto it. The creature looks at you startled. It looks like about for a second it's going to shoot out a flame, but then its head hits a little bar. It smacks into the ground, <laughs> slams into the ceiling, its arms outstretched so it barely, you don't get crushed into the ceiling. <laughs> so evens itself out and seems to uh, go back to playing the game. Don't worry, friend. I'm here to help you. And I'm going to start crawling up towards its head. There is no hope. Oh, there's always hope when there's lube. <laughs> and I want to get up to its collar All right. and lube this collar up. <laughs> okay, you you drag yourself forward as you're as you're nearing the top. Ooh, a flame shoots out. It gets scorching hot. <sighs> you notice no one up top died this time, but it didn't look good as you keep Pulling yourself forward, though, able to withstand the heat. You get to the collar and you got some lube. What you going to do? I'm going to lube that collar up and I'm going to start sliding it up off this dragon's head. I'm going to say, friend, we're going to get you out of this. No reason for you to be a prisoner here anymore. Why would you help me? Because after I help you, you're going to help me. Mm. And together, we're going to get out of here. For, for a moment, this, this creature seems intrigued. You start shoving it up. It's a tight fit. This collar is meant to squeeze the neck. Mm -hmm. uh, so you start pushing on it. What you notice is as the collar starts to get towards the top, it gets harder and harder. The lube is still able to move it, but the collar seemingly is tightening itself, restricting as it's trying to be moved. The creature... The dragon starts to sputter a little bit. It, I can't, I can't breathe. Can you widen your throat? <laughs> Flex your muscles. <laughs> you can do it, friend. I believe in you. All right, I'm going to try a strength check for him. Ooh, it's pushing against it. It's trying so hard, but it seems like it just can't break through the leather of this strap. Oof. As it says, one second. I might have an idea. Hold on tight. I do. Okay, you grab on. Uh, where are you grabbing? Uh, not onto the lubed up collar. That's a good call. As long <laughs> as you don't do that. All right. Uh, actually, the dragon outstretches its arm for oh, you, nice. uh, wanting you to wanting to grab you in its hand. Yeah, I'll grab. I'll, I'll get in that dragon hand. All right, you. What's up, dragon hand? You make your way, and again, this thing is still careening around this circle very mm -hmm. fast as it grabs onto you, closes you in its hand, uh, and then... Oh, it actually gets him. <laughs> All right. As, oh, as no. Number one, it jined to this just right. The gate, uh, the gate opens. You hear horrifying screams from above. The dragon spews fire, goes around the circle, back to around your area, and... All of a sudden, you remember that bar that it had rammed itself into as the dragon reams its head backwards and flies up straight into the bar, careening with it. And you see that that collar just get ripped away. The oh, friction of yeah. it being strained already versus the the just straight ramming of it. The bludgeoning damage yeah. is outrageous. The collar rips free. 
you in the hands slam into the ceiling, it keeping you safe, though, as it slams into the ground and then starts flying upside down. You're hanging, looking at the ground. Oh, you think you can outrun me on a dragon? Good luck. Good luck. I can outrun you. I can outfight you. Me and my dragon buddy, we're free now. And you do. You see this dragon whirling, trying to find any type of escape. I'm going to need your all perception check. That's an 11 plus 1. 12. Plus 1, 12. Um, you see, but at the last moment, it's too late. You see an, oh, a strange opening down a hallway, but you fly right past it. Oh, no. Are you going to tell him about it? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say, hey, yo, hang a, hang a Yui. Uh, I, I can't fit within here. I have to go all the way around. All right, but go quick. Put on the boosters. Dragon double times it starts speeding up. You're rounding the corners again, and all of a sudden you see a ramp. As the too late, the dragon flies up the ramp into the area. Ding ding ding! You're now up inside of the game, inside of the glass dome, going somewhere so quickly. You look as you see. Another large dragon inside of the dome. Well, bigger than bigger than my dragon. Bigger than your dragon. Seems only fair. We duke this one out personal. Well, I hope that you've all enjoyed this blast from the past. This trip down memory lane. The holidays are all about reflecting back on the year before and. You know, we've had quite the year here at City of Town. If you're new to the show, go check out our past episodes. We've got so many of them for you to go and see. And there's nothing better to find underneath your Christmas tree or besides your menorah or any other sort of festivities that your religion or holiday preferences lead you to uh, is, I'm saying that City of Town is fun. You should give City of Town to people for Christmas or whatever holiday you're celebrating. Yep, that went well. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this clip show episode of City of Town. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you have a great holiday season. And Casey will be here next week giving you guys his little recap of the last year. So, boom. <laughs> Hit the intro. I meant outro, damn it. <laughs>